0: to effect a timely halt to deteriorating conditions and to ensure the common good. A state of emergency is declared for these territories by decree of Lord Cutler Beckett, duly appointed representative of His Majesty the King. By decree, according to martial law, the following statutes are temporarily amended. Right to assembly, suspended. Right to habeas corpus, suspended. Right to legal counsel, suspended. Right to verdict by a jury of peers, suspended. By decree, all persons found guilty of piracy or aiding a person convicted of piracy or associating with a person convicted of piracy shall be sentenced to hang by the neck until dead.
1: Sovereignty itself, of course, is not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts ladies and gentlemen welcome to his hard line. this is your place this is your source to get the word of god to learn true history of this nation this is the place and the source where you get solutions on how to become a free people to have the right to assemble One nation under God, one community. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time, and we will push him back on their side. Welcome to his hard line.
2: It's time to get our nation back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host and they are the ones at the wheel. They are the ones controlling this ship. It is Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. Glad to have you here at His Hard Line for another discussion. In today's discussion, we're going to talk about tyranny. We're going to talk about everything government. We're going to talk about just basically it's a mishmash of Random topics. And, you know, obviously we are definitely over the target because of the amount of attacks that we have encountered from Friday and Sunday. Clearly we are over the target because they would not be doing this level of attack on his hard line. And you got to ask yourself, well, what's Jason talking about? What is Jason talking about that is causing them to go after him? What topics is he discussing? Well, I can tell you last week when we were talking with Donna Brandenburg, she was talking about how she was supposed to denounce Q. And as we're starting to see more in the media, we're starting to see that Donald Trump is coming out more and more um, regarding his referencing Q at his rallies with retruthing truthing posts from Q. Almost as if he as if he has a hand in queue. And so it's very interesting because when we were discussing, when I was having a, t- uh, a talk with Donna on Friday, when she started getting into these topics and then discussing how Melissa Carone was telling her that you know she needs to denounce this and that you know she is gonna be suffering some raids um, and that she's getting sued because, you know, again, Melissa who who is Donna Brandenburg's uh, pick for Lieutenant Governor, She was the uh, Dominion whistleblower. And so they are coming after her hardcore. They threatened her. They threatened her children. And so now Melissa Caron is coming out just saying, you know, we need to vote for Tudor Dixon. You need to vote Republican. And basically, in a nutshell, like, we already know this. Like, it's without a doubt. Melissa's doing this to protect her family. She's doing this to protect her children. And so quite frankly, you know, like Donna, she knows Melissa enough to know That Melissa is just doing this strictly to be a protective mama bear, and rightfully so, rightfully so. And then on Sunday, you know, so so when we were so back to Friday, hold on, before I skip to Sunday. So in in case you didn't know, you know, so then as we got into the time, you know, got into deeper conversation. Once we got to the last, because it was about an hour long conversation. Once we got to the last like fifteen minutes of the show, all of a sudden my computer started lagging. And then it froze up right in the middle of a live broadcast. And I'm like texting Donna frantically saying, I, I, I'm froze up. I, I have nothing. I have, I'm, it's, it's dead. And so I had to try to log on to my phone and complete the show there. Well, anyway, make a long story short, that show was completely almost unretrievable. The only thing that really saved was 15 minutes and 38 seconds of the full hour and some odd minutes that we had. And then Sunday... I was doing a recap of what happened on Friday and was doing in a National Assembly update and more where I was talking about the assembly. Because again, you got to ask yourself, what is it that I'm talking about that they do not want out there? Well, I'm going to tell you right now The Contempt of the Constitution is one of the items, which is a show, a podcast that got deleted and I had to re upload. That was very interesting. But now it's like they're taking it to a whole new level because when I was in the middle of that broadcast, Everything that happened on Friday happened on Sunday, except it went a step
3: further. The fan on my processor and my computer was blowing like full bore,
1: almost so hard, like I thought the thing was going to spin off the table. And then right before it did its last,
3: the computer completely shut off, like shut off. So again, what are we talking about over here at His Hard Line that we have some black hat hackers? In fact, I'm going to call them black hat bastards, where they're trying to come over here and
1: sabotage a show. This is one of the reasons why I'm doing the show now In a recording on the back end off the internet and then upload it when it's done because I'm not dealing with that nonsense again. And until I get some some security measures put in place and wipe my hard drive clean and, you know, install a different software uh, operating system in here, like I'm still doing some research and I'm talking with some people that are very savvy in this field. This is what I'm going to be doing in the interim. So I apologize for the inconvenience and what this is causing you, because I know people like to listen live. They like to go on the chat board, I, and I like interacting with all you guys. But you got to understand, this war is a real deal. This is why it's so vital, ladies and gentlemen, this is why it's so vital, so relevant to assemble our 38 Plus states, so we can have our union of states, our assembly of people, we the people, where we're back in charge of the De jure Republic. Now, before I get into the sound clip of um, that I want to play here, it was something that was forwarded to me from Destry, who is in the Alaska General Journal Assembly. Um, that it's a you know it's a it's a very interesting sound bite that I, or a sound clip that you should really listen to. It's. It talks about, it's about five and a half minutes long, but it talks about the destruction of America and what they try to do by destroying and attacking our families, by criticizing America. I mean, this is, it just goes into a full description on what these people have had planned and how they, you know, what they were willing to do in order to take down America, all right? So we're gonna listen to that, but before we get into that, I do want to go over a few things that I I kind of thought was, you know, kind of noteworthy that I wanted to go through over in Telegram here. So when I was at the gym earlier, I was kind of scrolling through because I like to sit on the recumbent bike. Now, where did I see this? So, okay, so so this was forwarded by uh, someone by the name of Neil Alexander. No clue who that is, but there's a few different things that I, it kind of perked my ears up a little bit. So he writes, I work for a global business and our A slash A-slash-R, I don't know what that um, acronym is supposed to mean, um, but our A-R just announced a blackout, in quotes, from September 30th through October 9th. Okay. Now, there is another post by Toronto, Toronto Q., And this one says, Canadian banks will be closed Friday the 30th. It's a new bank holiday as of last year. Truth and Reconciliation Day. Okay. Now, that's very interesting. So, I I mentioned, so the reason I read these two posts is because it's very noteworthy to state that in my last 12 to 13, 14 years of conspiracy lookups and and digging and researching the Illuminati, and listening to Infowars, and everything in between. It was always said that if we ever dealt with an economic fallout or anything of that nature, that the thing that you want to be on the lookout for is the institution of a new bank holiday that would particularly fall on a Friday. This institution of this bank holiday would be announced And then you would have, you know, a somewhat normal weekend where you would still be able to conduct transactions, get, you know, do basic banking. But then come Monday is when the bottom falls out. And so that's kind of one of those cues, not to be funny with cue but that's one of those cues that kind of should make you perk up and be like, hmm, maybe I should take some extra cash out uh, and have it in my house just in case debit cards and credit cards are not going to be able to work might not be a bad idea. So there is that. Now, here's something also that I thought was interesting. Now, there is a video clip, and I don't know if it'll play. Maybe it will. But Biden, back in February, he stated, in quotes, if Russia invades, then there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. Then a reporter asked, but how will you do that exactly since the project is in Germany's control? Biden's response I promise you we will be able to do that. Let's see if this video will play
4: Let me answer the first question first if Germany if uh if russia invades uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh the the border of ukraine again then uh There will be uh we there will be no longer a Nord stream 2. We we will bring an end to it.
0: But how will you you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control?
4: We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it.
1: Yeah, that's interesting, huh? I promise you, we will be able to do that. And so now, and so now, as we're looking further along here, now there was um, a... This was forwarded and posted by Disclosed.tv, and it says, just in, Danish Energy Agency puts the energy sector on orange alert, the second highest level amid the multiple Nord Stream gas leaks. The authorities in Denmark can't rule out a deliberate act. Breaks in gas pipelines happen extremely rarely, says the director of the Danish Energy Agency. Nord Stream 1 with 2 leaks between the Danish island of Bornholm and Karlskrona in Sweden, seven kilometers apart. One leak on Nord Stream 2, southeast of Bornholm. Nord Stream says the damage to its key pipelines to Germany are unprecedented in the clear signal yet that natural gas flows won't resume this winter. Now, that's very interesting, considering all this is happening, and and Biden made that statement back in February. So,
3: who sabotaged the Nord Stream pipeline? Because it was clearly a sabotage. You got to ask yourself this question because, you know, what is going on?
1: Then you got BioClandestine on Telegram, and I've been following him, them, whoever, And one of the posts that they just posted, uh, what was it? Yeah, I think maybe it was earlier today. It says, the mainstream conservatives have absolutely no clue what they are talking about when it comes to Russia. They didn't actually read the transcript from Putin's speech. They are blindly regurgitating mainstream media's narratives and settling for clickbait bullshit. This is a partial mobilization. The people called up are military reserves No one is being drafted. Read the contents of the speech yourself. Ignore fake news, clandestine. Absolutely. And he writes a, And then there's a link for a substack there. But see, people are so quick to, you know, spew out everything that Fox says, everything that CNN says. Listen, here's the thing. If you're watching it on satellite TV or paid cable or even free cable or whatever, if it's got one of those letters, CNN, ABC, NBC, Fox, any of that, It's bullcrap. Stop listening to it. Now, before we get into the sound clip, I wanted to make you aware of a few things. Now, did you know, all right, did you know
3: that we the people, we are our government? Well, Jason, what are you talking about? What do you mean we are our government? Well, since the formation of our republic, The local county or parish
1: has always been the seat of government for the body politic, which is the people. In a county or a parish, government is the highest authority of government in our republic as it is closest to the body politic, the people who are in fact the government. Why do you think the sheriff, who is elected by the people, has the most power? Granted to him by the people over any elected office in the United States, even the president of the United States of America, the
3: sheriff. Did you also know that civil law or equity law is the law of the ruler, whereas common law is the
1: law of the people? And that's what getting involved with your local assembly is all about. We are about returning the original jurisdiction to the people, returning back to common law back to the de jure republic, a constitutional
3: republican form of government. This is why it's so important to assemble your 38 states. Again, you need 30 people minimum in your state.
1: Okay, start conducting meetings. And now there is a a process, there's 10 steps to an assembly. I have a show on hishardline.com that you can go back and listen to and reference. Or you can go to national-assembly.net, click on the link that says resources. There's another link that says 10 steps to an assembly. Click on that, and you can read it for yourself. Focus on the first three steps. That is how you assemble your state. We need 30 states assembled. Forget trying to get them settled. Get them assembled. Get your 30 people, start conducting a couple meetings, and then formulate your public notice that you Publish in a statewide publication so that everyone in the state sees what's going on. And then, of course, there's a rebuttal period that you got to wait and so on and so forth. But that, again, that's in the steps to an assembly. Go read them. Did you also know that under the common law, our constitution, no bureaucrat can dictate what happens to our liberty or our property? That's right. That only, the only entity that can determine. Punishment and pass sentence upon a free-born sovereign American individual is a lawfully constituted common law jury. Hmm, well,
3: where do you get that, Jason? By your assembly of the people. Because a constituted common law jury is, is basically ran and owned and operated by the people.
1: Now, Thomas Jefferson has been credited with the warning of how the judicial branch of government would usurp their authority of the executive and legislative branches of government and turn the country into a judicial dictatorship. And he was right, because it's happened. Now, I find it very interesting to note that I don't hear Any podcaster, I don't hear anybody in the independent media or the mainstream media or local media talking about Donna Brandenburg being on the ballot for November
3: for the race for governor in Michigan. This should also tell you people something. Why would they try this hard to not even mention Donna in the media? Even... Even with
1: bad publicity, they're not even mentioning her. You gotta ask yourself why.
3: What are they so scared of? And then here's the other thing, as far as, you know,
1: you got, you know, all these idiots that we have right now in office, like
3: Whitmer and you got Dana Nessel, who's the biggest tool ever. She's promoting trying to have drag queens in our schools. 30 years of minority
1: achievement in education erased by Democrat school shutdowns. 30 years of progress gone. And what does Nestle choose to focus on? She, well, you know, she decides to put drag queens in Michigan schools for story hour. It's sick and it's disgusting. And quite frankly, she needs to be hung for that. That's sick. It's satanic. That is not what you do in our schools. And I'm going to tell you right now, we are coming for all of you who are coming after the children. And believe you me, the contempt of the Constitution knows no bounds. I'm going to tell you also, there is no statute of limitations. You will go down for crimes against humanity. And that sick nonsense that you're allowing in public schools for children...
3: Mm -mm. Mm
1: -mm. Dana Nestle's fixation on pushing a radical agenda in schools while students' math and reading levels have fallen to an all-time low. And it's completely insane. But no, she wants to focus on getting freaking confused, gender-flipping drag queens in our schools to read to your little son or daughter. And if you're a parent that's on board with that, You are just as equal to blame and need to be charged as well because that's bullshit. This is why we must show them that Michiganders in this state must reject this radical indoctrination
3: agenda because that's what it is. It's an indoctrination agenda. And then I saw some other photo the other day on
1: Telegram of... Gretchen Whitmer standing next to, I think that's what it was. Whitmer, or it could have been a doppelganger. I don't know. But Whitmer standing next to this really severely overweight, and I'm not fat shaming here, so shut up to anybody out there that wants to send me nasty emails. I'm like, well, wait, you know, you can't be saying that about body positive people. No, shut up. Okay. I'm gonna tell you what it was, okay? And I wasn't about to post a picture. In fact, I did post a picture, but it was edited, thankfully, with little clown faces over the, well, the Tata areas. But it was this fat, overweight, gender-flipped, transgender, God knows what it was, dude, he, she, I don't know what pronouns they went by, but in a mesh shirt, so you could clearly see, plain as day, the goods that were
3: grown using hormones with a butch, bald, shaved head. And yet Wimmer thinks
1: it's appropriate to take a picture next to to this thing.
3: What the hell?
1: This is what you people voted for in Michigan? Seriously? I'm going to tell you right now, Donna Brandenburg is your gal. She's the one, but she's not your savior we the people are the savior. You are your own savior. She isn't coming in with a cape to save us. Trump isn't coming in to save us, okay? The military is not going to be coming in to save us. They have their own mission that they are taking, you know, that they are carrying out via the 21 requisitions of we the people from the assembly. But as far as getting our numbers so we can return back to a de jure constitutional Republican form of government. We need more people, which is why your participation at the county level is so vital and relevant because that is where the power of the body politic, we
3: the people, that is where it lies, is in the county or parish.
1: Let's give this this video a quick listen. Like I said, it's about five and a half minutes long, but it talks about exactly what their plan is and was to take out America. Just let's give this a quick
4: listen. To understand Saul Alinsky's work, we must understand the great tsunami wave of European cultural Marxism that would sweep over post-World War II America and empower him in organizing what St. Pope John Paul II termed the culture of death. Three hellfire movements of cultural Marxism would shape Saul Alinsky as they would reshape America. The first movement is Frankfurt Socialism. In 1923, Vladimir Lenin, the head of the Soviet Union, recognized that the international communist revolution would not spread to highly industrialized countries like the United States. Thus at the University of Frankfurt in Germany, he brought together a group of scholars to retool their strategy. It was first going to be called the Marxist Institute, but in order to camouflage its nature, it was instead called the Institute for Social Research. Key members of the group moved to the United States, especially to Columbia University during the rise of the Third Reich. While in the U.S., they further developed what they called
3: critical Yeah, and this whole political correctness thing, don't think that that was all an accident. This was all by design. Okay, this was
1: all by design. This is part of their playbook with the destruction and takedown of America. Let's
4: continue on. George Lukacs, Eric Fromm, Wilhelm Reich, and Herbert Marcuse developed the strategy of the sexual revolution.
3: Yeah, and all you wokesters out there probably think
1: that, you know, this whole, oh, well, Johnny can choose to be a little girl if he wants, and little Susie can, you know, choose to be a little boy if she wants, or they, them, or they, them could become a cat if they want. So we're going to put litter boxes in the school. That's, it's perfectly normal. It's, 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 it's okay. It's fine. They're not doing it because they have compassion for people who feel like they are the wrong gender, who feel like they, that God made a mistake, who feels like, oh, well, I, the teacher tells me that uh, it's okay to wear a dress, even though I'm a biological boy. That it's okay to, if I feel like a girl, that I can use the girl's bathroom. I could wear a dress, but, but I shouldn't tell my mom and dad what my teacher is making me do at school. No,
3: this is sick. And these people need to be hung for it. It's disgusting. Let's continue on. Gramsci
4: Socialism. It was established by the Italian Antonio Gramsci during the years just prior to World War I and into the 1930s. It was designed to capture the mind of the society through a quiet fifth column revolution of religion in the culture the catholic church was gramsci's prime target gramsci socialism was designed to destroy belief in god and to deny the reality of the supernatural life by changing the existing christian mind into an anti-christian mind by a false marxist humanism which lets the entire effort be solely by man for man's sake. It was to do so by incrementally and gradually transforming America's Judeo-Christian culture by overthrowing its moral and spiritual values from within. It would target family life by infiltrating and transforming education, law, Military, media and entertainment, unions, and public interest groups. Gee, does, uh, does any of
1: that sound familiar? Did you just hear what he said? I hope you people listen to this again, because seriously, this, this is what America has become, which is why it's so vital and so imperative that we get the numbers that we need of the people in the counties and in each respective state across this Nation. Continuing.
4: Thus it would make possible socialist revolutionary politics at a mass level. Gramsci sought to limit religion to private worship. He wanted public charity to be the lone benevolence of the Marxist totalitarian state. He wanted church and private charities to lose their tax-free status.
1: All right. So now that you heard all of that, I would suggest maybe going back and listening to this again because everything that these Marxists, these fascists, that these, these
3: globalists tried doing and had almost actually succeeded they. This is the playbook that the White Hats have. This
1: was, this, this was known way back in the 50s, probably even beyond that. But, but this was known back in the 50s, going into the 60s, of, of what these people were trying to do. This is what General Douglas MacArthur and General Patton and others realized what was happening. They realized that the destruction of America was, was taking place at the hands of some of these psychopaths with debased minds, and that's why you experience. That's why we had the sexual revolution back in the '60s, right? Peace, love, and dope, right? Let's party on, drug, sex,
3: and rock and roll. This is this is what the whole sexual revolution was all about. I tell you, it's it's uh,
1: it's a it's a really sick world, and if we do not get our numbers ladies and gentlemen and this is what they're so scared of this is why they don't want Donna as governor in Michigan see Donna being a governor in Michigan has it it, it, it it it's a um how should I say this it serves as a multi-tool Swiss army knife there is so many functionalities that she's going to be able to um how should I put it that she's going to be able to utilize And that scares the hell out of them because part of that functionality is she will be working with the Michigan General General Assembly. And on top of that, because there's so many in our state government that has committed treason and sedition and many other crimes, she's going to be firing so many people. So many people. I think it was like to the tune of over 1,600 people. But here's the thing. You have to remember that With the people in assembly, we do not seek to destroy people's lives and cause them to lose their livelihood. So if somebody's working in the de facto government, it's very important that those people realize that as long as you are, because there's good men and women that work in the de facto. They just have no idea what's really going on. The de jure republic, the people in the assemblies, oversee every single office in the state and federal level and county level from the county to the state to the federal level, okay, which is why it's been discussed among Donna and Destry about how we will have a hybrid between the, um, the, the people in assembly, the National Assembly, which is the de jure Republican form of government, where we return back to original jurisdiction since 1861, and we would oversee all the offices that are currently being held at the moment so long as they didn't, you know, they didn't commit crimes against humanity or commit treason or they're not pedophiles, okay? They're just good, solid men and women that are just trying to make a living, okay? You can keep your job, but we the people in assembly are going to be overseeing all of this, and that is part of what Donna's multifaceted um, functionality would be as like the Swiss army knife, if you will, when she becomes governor. And she will become governor. Mark my words, she will become governor. This is why they're so scared of her. This is why they attack this show. I mean, again, I only have like 300 followers, about 1,400 listeners, about 20, almost going on 25,000 downloads. I've been doing this since, you know, early February. What are they trying to come after me for? Again, ask the question, what are we talking about over here that makes them want to attack this, sh- attack this show multiple occasions in the past, which I believe were attacks, not just coincidences, but then really attacked on Friday, and then boosted it up on Sunday and shut down my computer after it froze up on me? I mean, you have to ask yourself, man— I think Jason really is talking about some things of substance because they are attacking him hard. But you look at other people out there, other influencers with way larger followings and millions and millions and millions of downloads. And you know who I'm talking about out there. They, they, I'm not even going to name names, but you know who I'm talking about. You do not see this type of censorship happen with them. Now, you know
3: who you saw censorship with? Dave with X-22. That should also tell you something, too. He's right over the target. But he didn't get censored. What is Jason over here at His Hardline discussing?
1: Maybe you should get some more people to come over here and check it out because people, we need more people to wake up and we need more people to take accountability for their own actions and for their own local community and their own county and start getting involved because riding on coattails is over. Riding on the coattails of the people you supposedly elect, I hate to break it to you, they were selected and they gave you the illusion of a choice of an election,
3: okay? But remember, they're selected, You didn't choose anybody, but we're just going to go with it for a second, and we're just going to say that these
1: people you, quote-unquote, elected, you thought that these people were going to have your best interest at heart and that they were going to, you know, fulfill the will of the people. That's not how that works. That's not how these people operate. They are in it for themselves. They are a self-serving entity and to serve not only themselves, but each other. If you're not in the group, guess what? You're a loser to them. Now, not to God and not to me, but you're a loser to them. I'm a loser to them.
3: This is why assembling our states is so vital, folks. I can't stress this enough. I cannot push this message Enough. I hope you hear me. Let's pray the warrior's prayer
2: to close us out. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepares for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth, may I stand firm in the truth of your word, so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness, may it guard my heart from evil, so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace, may I stand firm in the good news of the gospel, so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith, may I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to the spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. I take the sword of spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hand, so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. By faith your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen.
1: Amen, indeed. So ladies and gentlemen, we have some work to do. You know what your orders are. You know what you need to be doing. Get your 30 people in your state. Start assembling, start conducting meetings, address your grievances, document. Document your meeting minutes, document everything If you want to read the 10 steps to the assembly, how to form an assembly, go to www.national-assembly.net. Click the resources tab, scroll down to the 10 steps of an assembly. There you go. Focus on the first three. That's what we need first. The rest will come. Ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed day or night wherever you're at in the world. We'll be back
2: here tomorrow. God bless.
0: is declared for these territories by decree of Lord Cutler Beckett, duly appointed representative of His Majesty the King. By decree, according to martial law, the following statutes are temporarily amended. Right to assembly, suspended. Right to habeas corpus, suspended. Right to legal counsel, suspended. Right to verdict by a jury of peers, suspended. By decree, all persons found guilty of piracy or aiding a person convicted of piracy or associating with a person convicted of piracy shall be sentenced to hang by the neck until dead.
2: gentlemen that is all we have for the day thank you for joining us here at his heart line and
1: remember as it states in joshua 1 9 i command you be strong and steadfast do not fear nor be dismayed for the lord your god is with you wherever you go we are warriors for christ ladies and gentlemen and that enemy has crossed that line for the last time and we will push the enemy back on their side
2: it's time to get our nation back It's time to return to God.
1: We need to repent of our sins. If we plan on moving forward as a nation under God, we need to ask for his forgiveness. And each and every day, remember, you need to ask and invite Jesus Christ in your heart each and every day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heartline, and please come back. Share this podcast far and wide. And don't forget to share the website www.